Today's broadcast is being brought to you by WokeSkipTracing.com. Look up phone numbers and email addresses with ease, with pricing as low as only 15 cents per match. Not per search, per match. If there's no number or email address, you don't pay. Get accurate data in just minutes. WokeSkipTracing.com. That's WokeSkipTracing.com. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, women and children of all ages, it's about that time. It's Monday Night Raw, real estate style. What's going on, everybody? Hope you had yourself a great turkey day, a great Black Friday, a great small business Saturday, a great Cyber Monday, and a fun day Sunday and all the other days. I don't know so many days you got to remember every day, every day. We are streaming all the way live on multiple platforms right now. Periscope, Twitch, YouTube, Facebook, and temporarily on the Instagram at Chris Monroe STL. Uh, put your name in and where you're coming in from. I'll give you a quick shout out before we get started with the show tonight. We got a great one for you. We got Miss Angie B coming on in a minute. She's in the green room warming up. She's going to come out here swinging and bucking and bucking and swinging, talking about a wholesale deal that she closed here recently. And uh, we're going to actually break down the deal analysis, how the deal was found, talking to the seller, dispositioning the deal, all the ins and outs of actually how to do a deal where you don't need any cash. You don't need any credit. You don't need a real estate license, not in Missouri. You don't need anything other than that specialized knowledge, knowing how to find deals, close deals. How easy can it be? So like I said, put your name in where you're coming in from. I'll let you uh, get a quick shout out before we get going. Uh, as you know, we are streaming live also on the Woke Real Estate Podcast. Give us a five-star rating. If you're listening on Stitcher, SoundCloud, Apple Podcasts, Anchor, Spotify, Google Podcasts or Amazon Podcasts, a lot of casts. Go ahead and uh, give us a five-star rating if you're listening to that on there. Let's see who we got up in here. The superhumans in the building. What's up, Robin? I see you. 
Good to see you. We got Tia down here in uh, Dallas, Texas. Just got back from there last week. The Texas tour was great. I wish I can go back because it's like 30 degrees here in St. Louis now. And I want to get back to some of that warm weather. All right. We got Deidre from Toledo, Ohio. One of those uh, great markets from what I understand. Uh, somebody on Facebook say, let's get it, Angie B. Uh, let's see your good information. What's up, Demetrius? Lucy Miller. What's up, Lucy? Closed deals up in St. Louis doing it too. All right, Michelle and ATL, how you doing? Sadal the investor. Yo, onward and upward. That's what I'm talking about. All right, cool, cool. Simple. Sim look at all these superhumans. Maybe I try to take over. Look at this thing. That's what I'm talking about. So, like I said, we got a great show for you tonight. Hopefully, you brought your notepad, your questions. If you have anything, drop it in. We'll get it going. Let's see. Dang, we got a lot of people up here. Look at this. Houston, Texas. Y'all all through Texas, huh? Milwaukee. Rashawn in Milwaukee. All right. Battleground states in the building. All right. They still fighting over the election up there, even though we already know it's over. So uh, hopefully y'all having a great one. And uh, we're going to get this thing going. Give this video a thumbs up. Give it a like. Give it a share. It's about that time, y'all. We about to get it popping. If we have, if we have, if we have, Mr. I stay woke, and Mr. I stay woke. What's happening? What's happening? What's happening? This is the student master teacher, Mr. I stay woke. Chris Monroe, and I'm right back at you with another real estate video. Tonight, we got a special guest on here, Miss Angie B. There she is, and she's in the green room coming out right about now. What's up, Angie B? How you be? What up? Long time no see, Chris. I know. I don't see you never. <laughs> All right, cool, cool. Welcome to the Woke Real Estate Podcast. And for people who may not know, who are you, Angie B, and what do you really do? Well, my name's Angie, and I buy houses. I know that's right. Buy them in any condition, right? That's right. That's what we all do until they sign. I might assign it to somebody else, though. So cool, cool. So you had a, a deal. Um, I guess you, you you got into real estate somehow. Tell us about how you got into real estate. How did you find out about this stuff? What made you even want to get into this wacky world of dealing with? Ooh. Long story. I'll try and give you the condensed version, but um, it's actually a something that I started with my brother, my late brother, and we weren't able to fulfill what it is that we started. So kind of pushed it off to the side, but um, actually probably about a year ago, a year and some months ago, you know, um, Sis Shanika, I saw her on Aaron, Aaron's podcast, and um, she's the first person that made me think that I could really, really do this because she had, man, she had a husband and she had five kids and two of them were you know, babies, little babies. And, you know, I'm like, man, if she says she can do it, I know I can do it. So I kind of really started um, studying real estate about a year ago. But um, earlier this year, I joined actually the Superhuman Campaign. 
with Aaron Bevins. It's called the Superhuman Wholesalers. And they even have a um, launch this week, if anyone is interested. But ever since I started the Superhuman um, Wholesalers campaign, mm -hmm. things, things took off, you know, for me in real estate exponentially. Just um, being able to network with people who were, you know, doing the same thing as me and being able to run deals by people and get encouraged by people who are doing the same thing with me. That's that's really how my real estate business took off. So shout out to the superhumans. We really do this. That's true. The superhumans really do a shout out to my bro Aaron Bevins and shout out to Sister Shanika. She's doing great things up in North Carolina as well. Um, and so you saw that you said, wait a minute, she's in this with a bunch of kids. I got kids and I got a life and everybody got something going on. If she can do this, I can do this. That's what you really think. Mm -hmm. Yep. Yep. That's exactly how it went. So cool, cool. So you got into uh, what they call real estate wholesaling and mm -hmm. So, so what are some of the things that uh, you, you tried out in your first, uh, I guess, in, over your time while you were trying to get into the game? How are you going about finding people to want to sell their house? What are we doing to market? Well, hmm. So when I started, I didn't, I didn't, I didn't know what I was doing. So um, <laughs> I tried to, you know, get leads by referral, but. Who's gonna who's gonna send you leads and you don't even you've not done a deal or you've not you know really proven yourself so you know of course that didn't work out but um yeah I just I just actually started driving for dollars uh to get really good leads but this lead came from a free Facebook ad a free Facebook ad wait a minute Facebook ad so wow. yeah. So what you do? Just post up and say, "I want to buy somebody's house," and somebody just responds back. Basically, basically, um, posting Facebook. I don't do marketplace, but I post in different, you know, like buy sell trade groups, uh, garage sale groups. Um, just hey, I, I buy houses. Does anyone want to sell their house? Really, very simple. And believe it or not. People respond. Wow. You just dropped a nugget bomb on them. Everybody finna go try to post now. <laughs> <laughs> so you basically go to buy, sell, trade, for sale type Facebook groups. Go in there, just make a post like everybody else. Hey, I want to buy houses. What is your verbiage say that you put into a post like this? Um, different things. And you got to switch it up, you know, every other day. You can't say the same stuff or it's going to seem like spam, but I would say um, <laughs> one silly one I have is um, empty house collecting dust. <laughs> it sounds silly, but um, that's one. And another one is, uh, you know, do you have, do you or anyone you know have a house that, you know, is vacant or you don't want our, um, you know, different scenarios. If so, inbox me, I can help. It's, 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 in fact, some of them are just one sentence, one or two sentences, very simple. Basically, I buy houses, 
let me buy your house. If you need help, <laughs> come to me, basically. Straight so, simple. Simple. Yeah, simple. Mm -hmm. So don't try to get too stupid and write a book. Yeah. Make it hard. Make it simple. I want to buy it. Yeah, they're not going to read it if you do. I used to. So I play with it. I used to write paragraphs, but they're not going to re read it. Very simple and, you know, to the point. So when you post these up, were you getting a lot of responses from people saying, yeah, I want to sell or tell me more or stuff like that? Or um, actually, yeah. Actually, I, I need to start doing it again. I stopped because I was getting too many leads and I couldn't handle them all. Yeah. What? So I'm going to I'm going to actually start again. But oh, yeah, if you do it the right way and you do it consistently and you're not, you know, spammy, then people will respond. People respond. So are you putting only words or are you adding a picture? Inside I don't know. I used to put a picture and people did not respond. So I just put words just really. um a sentence or two and that's it i just put words very very simple words wow so you dropped this free post into a facebook group and so this seller that uh the deal we're uh going to be discussing here tonight what did they respond what did they say to you um just hey you know i have a home that needs a lot of work basically the person said it was unlivable, and I was like, "Great!" <laughs> <laughs> right up my alley. <laughs> I buy properties like that. So, did they seem kind of motivated, or, or how did it go? Or did you get straight on the oh, phone yeah. quickly, oh, or were you oh. doing a lot of screening on the on the internet first? So, the thing about you know posting a, a Facebook ad is people who respond to you. Generally, have a high level of motivation, or else they wouldn't, you know, waste their time even responding. So, yeah, the motivation was pretty high. Mm. Wow, that's true. So, okay, so why was this person um, that inboxed you? Why were they selling to begin with? Uh, they were selling because this property was. Um, you know, it was a property that they had before they got married and, you know, they moved to another house and it was just, it could have been a rental for them, but they just didn't want to deal with it. They didn't want to deal with repairing it and putting the money into it and uh, managing it. So they just wanted to get rid of it. So you feel like the house was, uh, so, so did you go out and see it immediately or did you put this person under contract before you met them or did you even meet the person? Oh yeah, I met I met the um, seller a couple times actually. Yeah. And so, what what was his uh, demeanor? So was he just I just want to get rid of this thing, or was he friendly? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I even I even um, you know gave him some some scenarios of stuff that he could do. Like, hey, you could all you really need to do is cosmetics, and you could you know rent this out easily. And he just he didn't want to. He just didn't want to do that. So. That lets you know the level of motivation to get rid of it too. He wasn't messing around, huh? Yeah. So, uh, talk to us a little bit about the condition of the property when you went to go see it. How did it look? Was it anything that stood out to you? Like, man, this house really is bad. I don't know about this. <laughs> well, I don't want to trash anyone's house, but yeah, it was. Um, it was. It was. It was. You know, pretty rough on the inside. 
it was rough. It, um, you know, definitely needed to be cleaned out and, uh, you know, probably carpet taken up and repainted and all of that. So, um, yeah. So this is a, it's, it's actually a double wide on land. So kind of doesn't look like a mobile home, but that's what it was. It's a mobile home. Looked like they just went shopping. Was all this stuff in the house uh, when you went yeah. there? Yep. So it had a bathroom. That's a hat. That ain't even a whole bath. It's like that's a whole bath, but um, that bathroom was like halfway renovated. Was halfway done. Cool. So wow, it looked like this. Some yeah, you can, uh, mm -hmm. That's part of the bathroom. So what about all this furniture and stuff? What'd you do with that stuff? Um, actually, the seller moved all of that out. They moved it out. I, I, you know, I would have moved it, but they, it belonged to a family member, so they moved all of it out. Okay, cool. So it was basically an empty house, ready to go, no more messing around. Yep. It was what kind of paint job was this up here? Somebody tried to paint? <laughs> Halfway. He got a bong or whatever you call that thing. Yeah, I, I just my first time really looking at the pictures in detail. That's bad, ain't it? <laughs> I took the pictures and I didn't notice that. So, so I'm just looking at them like I'm looking like new, like everybody else. Nice size kitchen. They had a lot of stuff in there. So they were just using this house for storage, basically, I guess. Oh, someone was living there, but it, yeah, it um was was described as unlivable by um the seller. So. So when somebody tell you unlivable, you're thinking it's the worst things yeah. scenario. But then when you go, did you feel like this was still unlivable once you it, looked at it? It, it, it was unlivable for me, but <laughs> it was not, um, it wasn't, you know, it wasn't something that was too far gone, you know, it, it just needed some love. <laughs> this room don't look too bad. No, no, it, the the person had a bunch of pets so it um you know as soon as you walked in you could tell did they take these appliances and stuff too or they went with the house no they took all of it they moved all of it out Ooh <laughs> so this had more than one bathroom then so this was a bath and a half yeah nope yeah. nope no. it had three beds and two full baths yeah. oh wow that beautiful blue nice little vanity there see <laughs> So it appears that the house may have been halfway livable. I mean, would that what we would <laughs> uh, What's yeah, the back see, room or something? Why was this room? No, like? that's the other bathroom. It was not finished completely. It wasn't finished all the way. I don't know. That's the kitchen, I think. Okay, so this house needed quite a bit of work. So uh, talk to me a little bit about the numbers. How did you arrive at uh, what did the seller want for this property? So the seller actually was really flexible. He was really flexible from the beginning. Um, he, he, he had a, a mortgage still on it. So of course he wanted the, the mortgage to be paid. That was just his, he just wanted to sell it for, you know, how much he owed. Um, and so actually what I was going to do, I was going to, keep this property for myself and um, actually fix it up, 
for myself and rent it out. But um, the only way that it made sense for me to do that would be to, um, you know, take over the mortgage. But he wasn't he wasn't interested in that. He didn't want to do that. So how much what, did he owe on the loan again? He owed like 35, 35 K. 35,000 owed. And um, what was the payments on it? If you were like to four, mm, like four, ten, something like that. Four hundred a month. How many houses could you buy at four hundred dollars a month, right? Mm, yeah. <laughs> so, so this house had some land with it too, right? Yeah, it had almost two acres of land, also to go with that. So, so almost two acres of land. Did the seller out come out and tell you, "Hey, I want this much for the property," or how did y'all come up with the pricing? Um, no, he just, he just, you know, really wanted to get the loan paid off. Basically. That's all he didn't, you know, want anything extra. He just wanted the loan to get paid off. So pay off my loan and I'm happy. Yeah. And so, um, actually what happened is, like I said, I was gonna, uh, I was gonna keep the property for myself, but you know, when he didn't want to do, um, you know, he didn't want to do terms. I had to just let him know that, you know, paying cash 35K for the property, you know, in the condition that it's in, I can't, like, it doesn't make sense. Gabby! <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it didn't, it didn't make sense for me to, you know, purchase it cash. So um, as far as a cash offer, what would you have to offer him to buy a cash? Approximately. About 15. 15K and you'd have been happy to buy that bad boy? Yep, I would have bought it and, you know, fixed it up. So, so you would offer 15, but he owed 35, so that's already a no-go right there. Yeah, I knew okay. I couldn't do it. So actually, what happened is, I, I mean, I was still new, so I couldn't, well, I'm not going to do anything but be honest, but I didn't know anything else other um, anything else to tell him other than, you know, the numbers don't work for what I'm trying to do. Um, you know, so I can't, you know, I won't be able to purchase your property. But what I told him is what I can do is, um, you know, I can kind of shop it around to my investor friends to see if anyone else might want to buy it. Like just because I don't want to buy it doesn't mean, you know, someone else doesn't want to buy it. And, you know, he, he, you know, accepted that. So, um, so you hit them with the investor friends. I like the key word there. My investor friends might like this more than me, but it was the truth. It was the truth. That was being honest. See, yeah. <laughs> So when you got it under contract, how much did you put it under contract for originally? Um, I put it under contract for how much he owed, 35K. So it's under contract for 35K and you try to send it out to buyers at what amount? <laughs> <laughs> you just oh, pick a number, right? Out the sky? <laughs> this is funny. Let me think. What was it? It was something really ridiculous. I think like 60K. Was it? Yeah, about 60, something like that. Now, what did you think the after repair value was anyway? I guess we got to start there. What do you think it was worth when it was all picked up? Oh, my goodness. So, 
The truth of the matter is, I don't know. I don't know. Um. So was this a difficult property to comp for some because of the location or what? It was difficult to comp because um, the property was in a town with a population of like less than 200 and it just was kind of like an anomaly. So I <laughs> didn't know what the ARV was or could have been, to be honest. <laughs> Say, I don't know, pick a number. It don't matter. You're not buying it anyway, right? So you say, I'm going to go ahead, lock it up, shop it around to my investor friends. Yeah. Let them do their own math. Yeah. yeah, I didn't know. That's that's the truth. I didn't know. And that's a great policy, you know, because I've been doing that on a lot of deals myself lately. I stopped trying to, you know, sell people on this stuff and say, hey, this is what I got. If it works for you, it works. If it don't, it don't, right? Because I've, I mean, I've, done my own calculation of an ARV and <laughs> shop something to a buyer and they're like, this isn't, that's not the ARV. So I'm like, okay, if you know it, then I don't need to try to figure this out then. <laughs> so we don't know what the ARV was. It's probably in the sixties, maybe give or take. You don't think it's much more than that though, right? Uh, yeah. I don't, I know it. Ain't. It's not more than that. I think it was like in the fifties or something. I think it was in the forties. Well, yeah, it was kind of low, forty something yeah. to be honest. It was low, yeah. so no clue. We'll think we'll just put it under contract. We'll shop it to our investor friends. They're not doing anything with it. The sellers on board. They don't care. They just want to get rid of it. Yeah, go in and try to solve a problem and help them out in any way we can. So, um, you get the deal under contract for thirty five thousand. You send it out for sixty five. What kind of responses were you getting from people that wanted? None. They said, "Hell no, I ain't calling you." <laughs> None. So maybe I got some spotty responses and, you know, it was people offering, um, you know, a lower amount, but I didn't get very many responses. What kind of offers were they given or were they even given real offers at all? Mm, well, they some of the offers were close to asking price. Many of them were a lot lower. Yeah. So they were around a 15,000 mark like you were when you looked at it. Someone actually, yeah, someone actually offered to pay 20,000 actually. 20K. Oh, you would have got it if you could have did it, but it wouldn't work. So we got it under contract for 35. Um, how long did you have it under contract for? So let me think. Hmm. Think I had it under contract for dang two months actually two whole months good oh, sam. <laughs> he always clowning <laughs> and uh sam butter uh up in the facebook group there is a link if not i'm going to put it in there in a second that you can click to unlock it so they can give permission to show your name on um on the stream here so that's, my cousin butter. that's right sam butter my brother sam butter <laughs> so cool cool we lock it up thirty-five thousand. send it out asking you know no responses really from buyers what do you do next angie i said <laughs> i said i need to stay woke before i wind up broke <laughs> <laughs> and so I you said, let me call chris <laughs> and tell him tell him what trouble i'm having <laughs> and see if he can help me. I know that's right. So that's a good thing. You know, when people 
they need to notice that if if you ever get stuck, find somebody in your market. Would you suggest that the people that are in, that are coming into the business to get stuck somewhere as well, find somebody else in their market to try to help them push that deal through? Oh yeah, oh yeah. Don't just think or assume that you got to do it all by yourself. There are people who, man, there are people who I know personally who've made six figures just this year alone working with you know someone else. Like maybe they're doing the the acquisition side of the transaction so they're acquiring the properties talking to the sellers you know getting properties under contract and then their partner is doing the the um disposition side of the the transaction so they're basically um communicating with buyers and things like that so man 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 don't ever think that you um have to do it you know all alone especially when you're first starting out it 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 almost makes sense to you know get help from someone else who's a little bit more experienced um but just don't go to just anybody make sure the person has a track record and then make sure it's someone that you can trust because there are shady people out there and we don't want to you don't want to get involved with them so yeah i say partner up if you can at any time so you saying there are sharks out here waiting for these newbies to come in and say, mm, "Come here, my little pretty." Yeah, it's a is that a shark on your, on your thing right there? <laughs> <sighs> I have to put some sharks on the screen. So yeah, they are waiting for you. Oh, come they're on. there. So just beware. Yeah. So that's very important. Definitely. Uh, real estate itself is a team sport. A lot of people think I have to do this. I have to do that. It's not I. It's we. I don't yeah. even talk an I when I'm even talking to anybody. We buy houses, not yeah. I. Yeah. We solve problems for people. What can we do to help you out? I got a team of people. I might not know them all yet. <laughs> they on my team. <laughs> is that a good position to be in, Angie? Oh, yeah. You see, my investor friends helped me to sell this property. Most definitely. So going into the actual dispositions of the property here. Um, so, yeah, when you brought it to me, I'm looking at it like, man, I don't know. It's locked up. Let's do something with it. Um, so I basically sent it out. I was getting the same response. Email blast, text blast. Um, I pulled a list of cash buyers in the area. Um, what else did I do for trying to find buyer for this? Oh, posted it on all the sites, the same stuff like you did to find the deal. Did that to try to find some buyers, posted on Craigslist, posted on Facebook, posted on OfferUp, posted on Let Go. I posted it on like basically anywhere you could post a deal. My house deals was another place. Um, let me put this up here. Finding cash buyers. That's what we're talking about. My house deals um what's that other site there's a bunch of sites like basically anywhere i can post especially if it's free mm. post that bad boy so i started getting a few responses um a lot of people were like oh yeah and so the pictures and stuff that we just shown this was basically on a link that i could send to somebody so if somebody called in hey i'm interested i want to buy send them a link let them look through the pictures and stuff and say oh man i don't know this looks like it need more work or all oh, you know uh, I'll go lower. Oh, can I come see it? So some people wanted to see it. And how did that go, Angie, when people wanted to go see the property? Do I need to? Just a little touch. How, 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 what were people saying? 
goodness. I'm sorry, say that again. So that part was tough. That part was tough because um some people didn't, I mean, didn't show up. So it, it's a property that was, man, probably about 50 miles from where you are, Chris, and probably about 20 or 30 from where I'm from. So it was, it was pretty far out. And so, man, some people would say they want to see it and I would go there and they didn't show up and I was new. So I didn't have a lockbox on the property. So I'm spending my time and spending my gas steady driving out there. I think I drove out there, geez, probably about 10 times. So let's learn from that was what? Put a lockbox on that peppy, huh? Lockbox on it. Especially if it's way out of your way, out of the, and it is about 50 miles from me because I live in South County. This is up in past Northwest County, like past St. Charles somewhere. Like, I don't know, Foley, Missouri, out in the sticks. So, you know, I definitely don't want to make that trip to be like just to show a property. So, lockbox, very important. And not only just the lockbox, make a copy of the key. Put one in the lockbox, keep your other one just in case the other person that goes to see the property locks it in the house, loses the key, something silly happens, and you're like, oh, damn, I don't have any more keys. Very important to make a copy of that key as well. Did you do something like that, too? Uh, Yeah. Since you suggested it, that's what I did. Yep. Yep. Because you just never know. I mean, I haven't had anybody lose a key, but who wants to go through that and pay a locksmith when you can pay two bucks, four bucks, whatever it is, and get a key and don't have to worry about that. So most definitely. So people came, they or they didn't come, some did come. The people who did show up, what kind of things were they saying about the house? Um, so yeah, a couple the people that showed up were saying, you know, basically what I said that it it needed some work, definitely needed the carpet ripped out, needed to be repainted. Um, and you saw part of the bathroom needed needed drywall um so you know actually some people were expecting it to be a property that was you know moving ready so, <laughs> yeah. they were they thought it was ready to go and found out now this ain't yeah. the way yep so of course those people it didn't work out that was one of the 20k 20k offers actually yep cool cool so so these people were based a bunch of tire kickers. I got a bunch of those on the phone as well. A bunch of tire kickers. Some people no call, no show. Yeah. Um the did show was like, oh, I thought it was moving ready. Evidently, they didn't look at the link or something, yeah. um, which has all the information there. So you don't have to wonder. I don't want to waste anybody's time. Mm-hmm. Uh, normally, even what I even suggest to for people that are new that are listening to this or watching this, take a lot of pictures, one, inside and outside, and take a slow video go through the property with a video to like make a walkthrough so that anybody who wants to see it they don't even have to go they can know the house needs work there's no no it's not moving ready it's beat up it's ugly it's all that stuff um i mean that's very important i think you know i try to do a video on every deal so people finally started coming in offers coming in way too low um Finally found some, I actually had two people, I think, right? Then two people come around the same time and said they wanted this house, something like that? Yeah, yep. So, and they both were um, serious buyers. 
Um, one of them, Lord, is one of the people that had me, you know, driving there. I think I drove there about four times for um, the, yeah, for that person. One time I was halfway there and something told me to call and, and the person was like, oh, you didn't get my message. <laughs> really? After you have four? I'm like, oh. So, um, yeah, that same person. <laughs> I almost gave gave up on this deal, actually. That same person rescheduled a time for me to come. I came to that mug, and man, they weren't there. Oh, I was mad. I was mad. I was mad. I was flaming. I was hot. I was mad, 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 mad. And actually, man, I drove. I was so mad. This is what I did. I drove back from there and I went to where did I go to? Culver's. And I said, I'm going to eat something. <laughs> I was so mad. And I bought me um, something to eat. And as soon as I was, I was, I was thinking, forget this thing, forget this. Ain't nobody gonna want to buy this. These people keep not showing up. Don't nobody want to buy this. And as soon as I, right when I was at the point, like I could have gone either way. I could have said, "F this" and left it alone, or you know, kept trying. My friend, you know, Bryson, Bryson Duval. Right when I was about to give it all up he called me i don't know how i don't know how he called and said hey sis i was just calling a check on you i was like oh you just called at the right time man rap. <laughs> so he just somehow magically knew or the universe knew to man i'm i'm talking about literal to, down to the second it could have went either way and he called and said I was just calling to check on you. I was like, oh my goodness. So, you know, and that's that's another um benefit to you know being in a community like the superhuman wholesalers. You get connected to people who you get to know personally, and um, you know, they'll reach out to you in a time like that that you're about to give up or you're about to quit and encourage you and say, nah, this is what you need to do. Do this, this, this. So I, man, yeah. So you felt like this was about to be a dead deal, like we wasting time, wasting energy. Ooh. I want to quit. Ooh. So that call just came at the right time, huh? It came at the exact right time. I don't know how it worked out like that. It came at the exact right time. So, so that's not like that. That makes sense. You got to surround yourself with quality people. That makes your mindset help help your mindset out a little bit, right? Big time, big time. So cool, cool. So was that the buyer that ended up buying it or was that some other person? <laughs> no. They were dragging their feet, making me waste my time, keep meeting them, and actually somebody else snatched it up. Yeah. Cool, so. cool. First one to show. So <laughs> we finally got somebody came in. Um it was a father, a son, and a daughter. Oh no, not a son. What was it? Father, a girlfriend, and a Fiance or something like that. A fiance, I guess. Three mm. people, basically, right. Popped up, said they wanted the property. Um, they went to see it. 
the people who ended up buying it, what was their initial reaction when they looked at it? What were they saying to you? What happened then? Guess what? I didn't, <laughs> I didn't show them. I didn't show them the property. They freaking went there and busted the door open to see it actually. <laughs> I figured. <laughs> so, so you say, wait a minute, they just going to let themselves in. They just bought the house in their mind anyway, huh? They busted the door open and they went and saw it and said they liked it. So I'm like, okay. Okay. Cause yeah, I was on the phone with them and, uh, the guy, I guess it was a, a boyfriend or a fiance, a girl and a, a boy, a man and a woman, I guess we can say the man was doing all the negotiation. The woman was the one with the money. So he just kind of like trying to negotiate with me like, yeah, we want to get it. Yeah. We want to get it. And I'm like, so yeah. So what do you think you can do on it? How much? You know, because at this time we got it out at forty five thousand, right? Mm, yeah. Oh, yeah. It was forty five k. We had to come down on the price. Yeah, we got it down to forty five k, and they were like, "Yeah, we." Re so he's telling me, "Oh no, I could do like 30. <laughs> he told me thirty thousand. So I'm thinking thirty thousand. Oh man, but the dude oh thirty five. We can't really do nothing with this. Let me see if I can get him up a little more first. So. The guy is telling me, oh, well, we can do this. We can do that. And I was like, well, if you can do 34000 and pay the closing cost, I think we can get this deal done. I'm basically positioning myself or positioning us to saying that, hey, yeah, uh, I think we can get this through. Uh, that's lower than the loan payoff. I just told him I, straight, I was straight up with the buyer. You know, there's a loan on this property. We got to pay it off. That's not enough. If you can do 34000 and pay the closing cost, we can make this thing happen. And I got two other people interested, so I try to create some urgency. It was one other person interested. There was two other people that kept not showing up, so that was that was the truth too. Yeah, well, you know, well, well people that really want to buy, they can drop the money. I guess I don't know. Yeah. I'm thinking they ain't none of them serious to me until they drop the money. Yeah. So basically, the guys, um, we ended up agreeing on thirty-four thousand. They protect. They pay the closing costs. I call Angie and say, Angie, I think we can get it done, but we got to get the seller. To come down off that number. When you said that, I remembered actually the seller telling me, um, you know, that, well, let me go back. So when I did get the property under contract, I explained to the seller that there are three things that could happen. One, you know, somebody would want to purchase your property, you know, for the amount that we're asking. Or someone would want to purchase it, but you know, for lower than what we're asking, or maybe no one wants to purchase it. So, um, you know, I explained that to him, and he wanted to move forward with, you know, me trying to uh, get someone to purchase it. Um, but remember, I had it under contract for almost two months, and I was in constant um, contact with the seller. So. Um, I kept in, in, in uh, touch with him and, you know, I remember him saying that he'd be willing to bring money to the table just to get, you know, just to get it closed out. So when you said I was really honestly trying to get it for the amount that he owed, because that would have been nice. But, you know, I remember that he said that and um, I told you and you hit me with the what? Say <laughs> so, yeah. Never. Oh my goodness, I would have never, would have never thought this at all. 
So I so the guy owed thirty five thousand on it. I got a buyer ready to go at thirty four thousand locked in. Yes, we want it, and they sent EMD over five hundred dollars EMD through Cash App. Sent the EMD over through Cash App. I never met these people, by the way. That just show you a lot of people like overthinking. Like I gotta do this, I gotta do that. You ain't gotta remember. Get on that phone and make these deals happen. So I never met these people. They cashed out me five hundred bucks. Don't know me from a can of paint. <laughs> uh, just to know that the earnest money's locked in. Though we got a serious buyer. Uh, I told Angie, yeah, go back see if he can do twenty eight thousand, and uh, we can get this deal done. So twenty eight thousand to their thirty four thousand makes a six thousand dollar spread gross profit six thousand dollars spread on the deal um what was this what did you say to the seller about getting that down to twenty eight thousand well i just said we we got someone interested um but we need to get it at around 28 and he was like let's go let's go. <laughs> so uh, the seller is gonna bring over seven thousand dollars to closing to sell their house that's someone that's highly motivated he really wanted to you know not have it in his hair not have it in his name anymore so he was willing to bring money to close out the deal so it looked like we got about 40 or so people watching live right now and i know somebody's thinking this why didn't we go any lower since he was so easy to bring money what do you feel like that would have been the right thing to do be like let's get him down to 20 and then try to make a big spread on it you already know the answer to that if you know me at all because i <laughs> I was like, well, maybe we can just try and do 33. Yeah. So, so you were going to save him from bringing money to the yeah, club. Yep. Wow. I shouldn't have been thinking like that. All the gas I wasted going out there. But that's, that's, that's just how I am. I really wanted to try and get it, you know, as close to that amount, you know, the amount that he owed as possible. So, so basically, moral of the story, the seller ends up uh signing an addendum to the contract to say to reduce the price to twenty eight thousand. um the buyers going to take it at thirty four thousand. that makes a six thousand dollar gross profit spread margin in between um and this deal is not normal it didn't meet the regular arv stuff it didn't meet what's your repair cost stuff. It didn't meet all the seller owed as much. We can't help them. It didn't meet anything that all the training and you see on the internet go. It, it and <laughs> and so you know before I do things, I run it by I run it by people who I know you know they know. And people told me you know it's not a deal, and it really it wasn't. It really wasn't. Um. But in some things, I'm hard-headed, and I was just still trying, trying to make it work. And so, I guess I'm glad, glad that I, you know, stuck it out, kept trying, found a resource. That's right. So you're telling me consistency is key, regardless of the obstacles. This is entrepreneurship. No matter if you're doing real estate, no matter what type of business you're in, keep pushing. Right. Keep pushing. Yep. Let the and marketplace decide. Yeah. And when you're a direct to seller, there are some things that you might feel or some things that you might see that somebody you're consulting with doesn't get or doesn't see. So um, for me, I have talked to the, the family so much and I, I really just wanted to 
you know, help them get the desired result that they wanted. And so that was my drive to really find, you know, someone who wanted to purchase it. So most definitely somebody need to take this house off my hands. If anybody's listening and have any questions about this deal, go ahead and put them in. We'll try to get them answered before we wrap this thing up here uh, tonight. Let's see here. I did see a couple of questions up here. Let me scroll back up to it. They were asking, um, when you went to this property, Angie, did you take someone with you to help you estimate the repairs? Ooh, yeah, I actually did. The very first time that I went, I did. I took someone with me, my cousin, who is, um, he was actually studying to get his uh, license then. He's now licensed, but I took him with me. And so that's what helped me to be more comfortable. Because if I would have went by myself, you know, I wasn't. I really was so new that I wasn't, you know, I didn't have enough knowledge at the time to, um, you know, converse with the seller on that level of repairs and all of that type of stuff. So, most definitely. And also, in between this deal, too, we didn't mention we got a potential creative person to show up. He said he had 10,000 down to move in the property, but the seller said, no. Nope. And I'm, I knew that because I had asked them before for myself because I wanted to, um, you know, take over the mortgage and, you know, do it myself. That would have been my first, uh, not even rental. It would have been my first lease option, actually. Yeah. So but this guy I, said he got 10000 and he'll take the property and we couldn't even yeah. get to him. <laughs> he just didn't want, he, 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 what he, what it was is he didn't want, his name attached to it anymore. So he wasn't interested in it. He just wanted freedom. <laughs> I know that's right. So cool. So, so this guy was so motivated. You can do no wrong basically, huh? Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's a very good description, Kelsey. Very good description. That's actually how it went. <laughs> Those are, Say Angie I'm made a way out of the no way. Keep pushing. Yeah. And that's the thing. You know, a lot of the stuff we try to overthink, overanalyze it. If we up front just let the seller know, hey, I'm not buying it, but I'll see what I can do to help you out. And they agree to it and they like you and they trust you and, they, and you're going to go help them out. Help them out. Let the marketplace decide. I mean, I got out of, I don't even give repair estimates to people on any deal anymore. I don't give ARVs to people anymore. I might show them some comparable properties in the area if they need it, but I don't give that information anymore. I just stopped doing it. It doesn't help me or hurt me because a cash buyer is going to do their own due diligence anyway. Do their I mean, own anyway. And I, I just noticed when I attempt to do my numbers, they're going to say that the numbers are something else anyway. So anybody that's buying anyway buyer beware do your research you know don't don't buy it all nothing i say go check it out yeah. you know a lot of people try to get me to qualify oh what do you think it needs how much for this hey i don't know i know i do know it needs this this and this if i know it needs something in particular i'll list it but i don't give numbers i let them do their own math because really when you think about it and you're doing repair estimates how do you know what they're going to pay to get something done right they could be doing it themselves or paying it out and you know those would be two different numbers so i know people with four or five sons and they all let them work and they don't have no labor costs i mean it's just like what the yeah. hell you know why am i counting some that that i can't count mm -hmm. 
you know, when you just look at it. I mean, you know, and everybody got different philosophies on it. Like, oh, tell them the proper ARV and tell them the proper repair amount. I ain't tell nobody nothing because really you can almost find yourself being liable because you, uh, you know, said something that may not be true. Yeah. I'd rather just say, I don't know and let you do your own research. Buyer be rare. I really don't know. So uh. <laughs> if you really don't know, it's even better, right? <laughs> Keeps you out of trouble. Cool, cool. So through this uh, ordeal here, what are some of the major takeaways that you feel like you learned from this deal, Angie? Ooh, I learned a lot. I learned a lot. I learned um, really just to be yourself, be yourself with these sellers instead of, man, I used to be terrified, terrified of cold calling, terrified of just talking, talking to people, talking to sellers. I used to be terrified, but I mean, you know, I learned from you. They're, they're just people. And what's the worst yeah, thing that can happen, right? <laughs> yeah, I've talked to all different types of people, um, you know, from different walks of life, on different levels. I do that all the time. So, what's the big deal? <laughs> um, I just learned to be myself, um, to do things with integrity, to you know, remain positive even when when monkey wrenches are thrown. <laughs> and, and man, you know, positive results will will eventually come. Just just keep grinding, stay consistent, don't give up. Reach out to resources if you feel like you there's something that you're not too good at. Um, man, all of those. So do you find yourself being more comfortable when speaking to people on the phone about their house now? Oh yeah. Yep. And I, um, one thing that I need to catch myself on is I end up talking to people who don't even want to sell. I call them and establish that they're, they don't want to sell their house and I'm still talking to them. So I need to, <laughs> I did that just today, just today. The lady said she wasn't selling, but she started talking and she said, because I ain't no fool. I'm 81 years old. And I'm like, woo, young style, 81. And we just start talking. She already said she ain't want to sell. I'm just talking. But mm. it can happen. You know, you can go down that rabbit hole. Guess what? Guess what? She didn't want to sell her property, but she gave me a lead of a neighbor of hers that was selling their property. So um it ended out it ended up you know working out in that situation but one thing i need to learn is to you know when not to talk to people right and that was just what i was getting ready to say even if somebody say no they don't want to sell do you know anybody that does yeah. want to sell mm -hmm. um, will you be looking to sell within the next three to six months um you know stuff like that ask those questions you know because and, the best yeah. deals i've got came from stuff that wasn't nothing i'm mean, able trash and it just turned into treasure <laughs> when people tell me no, I, I I always ask, unless they've already hung up on me, I always ask, um, you know, well, do you have any other properties that you're wanting to sell? Or do you know any anyone else who might be wanting to sell their property? Or, you know, I always ask those questions. I know that's right. 
All right, Barbara here on Facebook says, did the seller see the hood one where they see your wholesale fee and realize he could have gotten it closer to 35K original asking price if you hadn't gotten a $6,000 wholesale fee? Did he? Chris? I've never talked to the seller. Did he say anything to you? No. The buyer did say something to me. Okay. About thing, she she uh sent me a message like, oh, we're not supposed to pay any commissions. I see six thousand dollars on here. What is that? The buyer saw it, but the seller never saw it. Oh. But the buyer saw it on their side. They came to me, and I said, oh no, that's not anything. I don't have anything to do with you. Your purchase price is thirty four thousand plus closing costs, and she shut up and went and closed because that's oh. her whole stopping point. She tried to stop at the last minute, but I know to keep pushing these people to the finish line, you ain't getting out of this, buddy. We don't came too far down on closing day. By the fact, when this was all going on, like, what's this six thousand dollars? And I'm saying, uh, I let her know they don't have anything to do with anything. That's just part of the thing um, for the deal. But your purchase. Your number is 34,000 plus closing costs. I just went straight like that, stuck to the script. She ain't asked no more questions. She went and closed. She went and brought her 34,800 and something to closing. The seller brought their 7,100 and something dollars to sell. And everybody was happy at the end. Yeah. And the bank wired the money over um, that afternoon. I said, oh, wow, they quick. Because I was thinking it was going to be too late. You know, if you get so late in the afternoon, they don't wire money out. You got to wait till the next day. Did it, did it come that day? Yeah, I think it did. It was the same day, I think. Same day as closing. So, yeah. <clears throat> but, yeah, the seller, I guess they didn't say anything to you about it, so they didn't see it. So, no. And so that's another thing. So I did want to mention that about that hood one statement. So the title company uh, that we used on this deal, and they're usually pretty good. They're slow. I'll, I'll go ahead and tell the truth. They're kind of slow about stuff like speed, but they're pretty thorough with most of the stuff. They sent me both hood statements before sending it to the buyer or the seller. So she sent it to me first. That everything looks good. Everything looks good. All right, go on and send it out. And so they ended up taking it like that. So make sure that they don't send out something wrong. And I hope your title company is doing that as well. All right, let's see what else we got here. Um, Vanessa says, so you just basically give them a comp and what repairs that you see it needs to be done. No price. Um, well, well, hmm. You could do it with no price. I, you could say, um, what? Give me your highest offer, but I usually put a price on it. Yeah, this was a price. Matter of fact, this is one of this is the listing that, like I said, people can go look at for when they want to go see the property. And this is all it said right here. <laughs> do you see anything on here about repairs, extra thing? All I got is the address, the price. We were asking 45000 some pictures. If you want a home with lots of land, this is it. This kind of like that ad Angie just got through. Let me take this off the screen. This is like that ad that you were just talking about. Real simple, real clean. Yeah. Not any yeah. crazy stuff. How do I get this yeah. off the screen? Let's get that out. All right. It was a, I said, do not disturb the tenants when I originally wrote this, but the person had moved out in between all of that. Those two months that we took to find a buyer for it. Um, Open and spacious, located in Foley, Missouri, and Lincoln County. Contract purchase price is that. Call to view or to submit your offer. Real simple, real clean. No magic words. No, oh, the ARV is this. And uh, I didn't go into none of that stuff. I kept it clean, kept it simple, but we did put a purchase price of 45000 on it, even though we got less. But still, you got to start somewhere, right? Yeah. 
So that's how that went down. Uh, let's see what else. Any other questions over here? Uh, let's see here. Makes sense. I don't give repair estimates either. I list three or four comps. Yep. Uh, thanks for the good feedback. That's you, Angie. Good feedback. Angie, I heard killing it. Mm -hmm. Okay. All right. Got it. Thank you for answering my question. Oh, no problem, Barbara. So, yeah. So that's basically what it was with that. Um, so what is, what's next for you, Angie? What do you plan on doing in this business? You plan on doing some more wholesale deals? You plan on doing some buying and holding, some fixing and flipping, some Airbnbs? What do you plan on doing next? Man, I'm open to doing all of it. I'm um, got a couple properties under contract now, so I'm, I'll still remain wholesaling until I feel like I don't need to do it anymore. Um, always open to uh not not the traditional buy and hold but um you know lease options to where i don't have to fix any toilets or deal with any tenants <laughs> <laughs> tenants toilets termites trouble the trash <laughs> yeah. so um yeah i'm i'm open to a lot and now that i know what i know this is what i'll i'll continue to do until I'm led to do something else. I know that's right. So you're going to keep the marketing going. So what are you doing now as far as marketing these days? Uh, I do. I do driving for dollars, uh, text blast and cold calling. Do most, most of, most of the calling is, um, follow-ups from the text. But, um, I also, once I do a text blast and, you know, either some someone doesn't respond then i'll put them in the loop to cold call because you know some people some people are receptive to calls and voicemails and some people are more receptive to text messages so try and hit them in a couple of different ways yeah most definitely i just uh got a lead from a guy he was he's an older guy he's got like nine houses and uh if i didn't leave him a voicemail he said he never would have seen it because he don't do text messages you see, yeah. So, yeah. He's like, yeah, I got. I want to sell a couple of them, but you know, come on, take a look at them. So we're gonna see how they go. Nine houses. Gotta keep it keep it simple for now. That's right. That's the right way to be. So that's cool. There. Let me see here. Any other questions y'all got before we wrap this thing up? Let's see what else we got over here. So you got that. You're gonna do more creative. You're going to do some creative real estate, possibly do some more JVs and things like that. JV with Angie. Um, are you going to go into some other markets outside of St. Louis? Or are you going to stay in this area much, mostly? Uh, I'm open to, I'm open to, I'm open to it all. Um, Uh-oh, did we lose you? Uh-oh. I think we lost you, Angie. You froze. Oh, no. So uh, hopefully she comes back in to wrap this thing up. Uh, oh, there she goes. If y'all have any other questions, drop them on in. We'll get you going here. And there's Angie B. Ta-da. I think the wind's blowing hard outside. Wow. That's what that little squeal is. I've been hearing the whole time. I know no. that been... <laughs> those are guinea pigs, Lord. You got guinea pigs? Oh, I ain't got them. My kids got them. Oh, they be cool. They be uh, making noise. Yeah. 
All right, cool, cool. So are there any books, podcasts, and other recommended resources that you have for people to help them get their mindset right and get in this game of real estate and or entrepreneurship? Ooh, there's a good book that I'm reading with um, my team on Superhuman Wholesale, which is called, uh, it has a really awkward title. Let me think. Uh, You can't teach a kid to ride a bike at a, what? at a seminar <laughs> what's the name of that book you know it i don't know i'm a cheat though google is my friend you can't somebody if any superhumans on here they yeah, know can't teach you to ride a bike at a what seminar oh good if that's the book you're talking about right here it's only 12.99 <laughs> yep. yep that one and um traction actually are pretty good books for people who are mm, just getting started in entrepreneurship and and also sales. Very important, right? Mm-hmm. Sales, marketing and sales. That's all this stuff is. So cool. Any other resources or podcasts or anything you recommend for people? Um. So yeah, actually, I learned quite a bit from from. <laughs> So annoying. Uh, from your uh, from listening to your podcast, I tune in every Monday and I learn. Man, I learn a wealth of information just from that. Also, um, again, like I mentioned before, um, the superhuman wholesalers, like the community, and you know, Aaron's vision, literally changed my life. Changed my life. And so if you're um, someone who's new, um, who you don't know which way to go, but you really feel like, you know, this is something that you would be good at or you can do, I mean, link up. Uh, You can go to the Superhuman Wholesalers group on Facebook. Um, They're having an onboarding um, sometime this week. So there's a post in there that, that where you enter your your what is it enter something i think you put superhuman under the post and um you can join you know the superhuman wholesalers network if you do that put hashtag angie b on there so they'll know that i sent you (laughs) look at that angie b out here doing major recruiting and it looked like everybody knew what the word was seminar seminar seminar. (laughs) they know All right, cool, cool. So Barbara wants to know, Angie, are you essentially a one-person operation or do you have a team, i.e. virtual assistants? I'm I'm my virtual assistant. <laughs> you your own virtual assistant? <laughs> yep. Everything a VA do, I do it. I do it, you know, for myself. I'm actually um probably a, a couple months now, I'll need a team because I I actually stopped doing Facebook ads because I could not handle the influx of um, leads, which is it's like turning turning money away. So, so what do you mean? So when they inbox you, do you feel like you can get back to them quick enough, or you just wasn't able to quickly screen these people and get them out your system, or what? I couldn't. I couldn't get back to them quick enough, and also have um, you know find someone in the area because they were it it would be people 
all over Missouri, even <laughs> all over the country, all over the country, actually, that would inbox me. And I would, man, I would try and I would attempt, but it, um, I just couldn't, I couldn't, I just couldn't handle it all. Um, so. I know that's right. Angie B buys houses making big <laughs> there's C. All right, cool, cool. So that's what we got there. So we answered that about the podcast. Let's see here. What else we got? Do you uh what kind of mistakes that you feel like you've made so far in this business that you've learned from? Um, what kind of mistakes have I made? Let me think. Ooh, not following up. Mm. Not following up with people, talking to somebody building rapport, um, knowing that they were super motivated and just not following up with them. Just simple old not follow up. Then by the time you follow up, <laughs> they done already sold, they sold it. So yeah, yeah that's, so. that's happened to me so many times. It ain't even funny. Yeah. That's not following up with people. I mean, that is a killer, killer of all yeah, dreams. And I, I, I got to do better with that. That's right. Transfer them to a CRM. That's what we need to do there. Yeah. Um, Vanessa wants to know what do you use for text blast? Uh, I actually use um batch, batch for um text blast. Um, and what? actually use batch for skip tracing and lead generation too so um i know chris also has skip tracing and do you also have text chris yes i got the best text system in the marketplace cold calling text and voicemail all automated all you got to do is speak to people wokereply.com i've been using it and i'm like man you're talking about getting leads and you can't keep up with them well, you can't keep up with them, but this here, this is a multi-touch system where you don't have to remember to do anything. Mm -hmm. So basically, like the first text to go out, and hey, yeah, I just want to know if you were interested in selling one, two, three, woke street. And they're like, they don't respond, right? Then the system automatically texts them again in 24 hours. And if they don't respond, automatically text them again in three days or whatever. So you can customize your touch points as many times as you want, 30 times, 50 times. You can segment it by hour, by minute. Whatever you want, it's kind of crazy. It sounds like it could be illegal almost, but <laughs> but that's nice. I need something like that. Yeah, wokereply.com definitely a game changer. It, it, I mean, you know, you can do voicemail, text messages, email. You can even uh, do cold calling through it. Uh, all automated. I mean, it automates everything, and it's a CRM all in one. It basically will make you get rid of everything you've been using in real estate so far. And I don't like to make a wild claim like that because I haven't even got rid of the stuff that I'm not even using yet. To just stay on that thing because it got everything there. I don't need all that stuff anymore. And I spent a lot of money on the business, by the way. So yeah, that's what I would recommend. Um, so yeah, that's cool there. Any other questions? Let's see here. When you're doing Facebook ads, were you targeting the whole US or just Missouri? Um, <laughs> so I was targeting different markets. Uh Missouri was one of them. Um, but I think the reason why I was getting, um, properties from all over the country is because I was posting in 
um, some, you know, USA garage sale groups. So that's, that's, that's why I was getting leads from all over the country. I was trying to handle them, but it was too much. Trying to find boots on the ground in you know, different places where you don't know anyone. Um, thankfully though, some of those leads I was able to pass on to people in my network in the super superhuman um superhuman network because there are you know investors in that group all over the country so i could uh you know when i got some leads i would pass them on to other people if i knew i couldn't do anything with them makes sense pass them on teamwork makes that dream work yeah. so, all right so anything else you want to uh, say to the family before we wrap this thing up angie b uh, I just want to say any for anyone who is new or who um who might be considering real estate, but you're just not sure of yourself. You don't know if you really can do this. Um, you feel like you need help. Reach out, man. You can reach out to me. I'm not an expert, but I know something. <laughs> I know something and um you know if i if it's something that i don't know you know i can direct you to someone else who might be able to help you but don't feel like you have to do this alone because um entrepreneurship is already a lonely it's a lonely it's a lonely career path so try your best to reach out to people who oh that's another superhuman facebook user we really do this yeah, that Facebook user look in the description right there. I put a thing to say, show your name. Click that. <laughs> <laughs> but um, yeah, I, I just say, don't think that you have to do this alone. You know, reach out to somebody, somebody that you can trust and, you know, get yourself started. Don't start today. Start yesterday. Start yesterday. And no, right. I'm, I'm like a poster child for if I can do it, anybody can do it. Cause I, you know, I actually still have a nine to five. I have a nine to five. I um, have a household to take care of that I'm taking care of alone. I have a lot on my plate, but I didn't let this, I didn't let it stop me. I won't let it stop me. Um, like I said, after, after learning what I know now about how I can change, I can literally change my bloodline. I can change the future for myself, for my kids, for grandkids that are, you know, not even here yet. Now that I know what I know, man, I never do anything else. Say so the world don't even know, huh? Man, man, man. And I'm, um, even though I don't have so much time, I'm the type of person that I like to, you know, help other people too. Because, man, people help me so much. I didn't, I didn't get through this, you know, whole feat by myself at all. I reach out to so many people, and so many people have, um, man, just been so generous to me with helping me with stuff and. I always like to give back. So. That's right. Give back to the community. How do people contact you? I know you said to hit you up if they want some help. Where do they find you at? 
So on Facebook, you can find me. You can see my username there. It's Angie B buys houses, and on Instagram is at Angie B buys houses. Yep, right there in the lower right corner. So take a screenshot of that and uh, hit up Angie B. Say, hey, I saw you on there talking to Chris Monroe. Was that you? <laughs> talking so St. Louis. Around her, yeah, I don't know her trying to get them deal. I like her around her. I try to make myself talk right here. Yes. In there, there and everywhere. Over there. <laughs> Let me see here. I see some more comments popped in here. Somebody say they love you, Angie. I love you too. It's probably uh, who could that be? Kip. Oh, Kip. He's such a nice guy. Definitely. You know, Kip, did you see him at the um growth gala? Yeah, that was a great growth gala, by the way. Shout out. That was an amazing experience. How did that go for you uh, going down to Texas? How did that make you feel? Man, I was in awe, actually. So, so, okay. So this whole entire, this whole entire year, I've been, the way that I've, you know, kind of come out of my shell and really, really believe that I could be successful in real estate um, is by being in the superhuman wholesalers, like I said. But it's a community of people that live all over the country. So, um, you know, I'd be working with and being encouraged by people who I've never even met before. Like, I've never met before. But, man, some of them, many of them have come to be people, like very pivotal people in my life who... Um, have literally, have literally changed my life. Like my cousin Butter, <laughs> he's not my blood cousin, but he's my cousin. He He's my um, team leader in the campaign. And the guy is, man, he's literally, you know, on his own changing people's lives. We, I used to talk to him in the beginning, talk to him for hours about just about Nothing about real estate, but just about, you know, life stuff. Um, him encouraging me, telling me, you know, pushing me, telling me that I can do it and stuff like that. It's it's um, invaluable. And so the Superhuman Growth Gala for me meant putting, being able to touch all of these people who, you know, I met virtually just being able to see them, being able to hug them, you know, and um, meet them. It was, it was life changing. Everyone made all of their posts about what it meant to them. I can't even, I'm still in such awe that I can't even, I can't even put it into words actually. So it meant a lot to me. Yeah. I met some great people down there. It was a great experience for sure. And yeah, I mean, that ain't even all the pictures. That was just not even there. all the people. Just threw something in there. <laughs> <laughs> yep. I mean, all you know, quality people. You got to surround yourself with good people. If you're around dirt bags, you'll be a dirt bag. If you're around quality people, you'll be a quality person. Yeah. Right? And that's one thing. That's one thing that I can say about um, this community. <laughs> Superhuman wholesalers. They have man. 
it's 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 literally it's a family for me. It's a family for me. It's people who, man, I can I can call you know some I can call and talk to at any time of the night and say, hey, I'm going through this, and you know they're there. I have people, ladies who there's one who's on here who was on here earlier, Kelly. She has a like a weight loss accountability group. It has nothing. It has nothing to do with real estate, but man, you know, personal development. It has everything to do with real estate and you know entrepreneurship. So I've I've just met some amazing people. I've just met some amazing people, and I'm I'm forever grateful for that event, just to be able to um, you know, put a name to a face and hug Kelly. There she is. Hug Kelly and Aaron and Sam and C, all my people. That's and right. Brian said I can hug him whenever I want to because he's in St. Louis. But yeah. and, it, and it's very important. You know, a lot of people feel like you're alone in your entrepreneurship endeavor. You may feel like it, and you may be at your location. Get virtual. Reach yeah. out to these people. There are other people who think like you because yeah. you may feel like you're alone. Like, man, am I crazy? I think that don't make sense. But everybody doing it. Yeah, like, everybody ain't doing it. Let me get over here with some killers. Yeah. So yeah. Killer. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So that's what that's what worked for me. I know that's right. Cool, cool. So, anything else you want to share with the family before we wrap it up? Um, I don't think so. I feel like I could talk forever. So, yeah, my girl Kelly. <laughs> Oh, okay. He went over to YouTube. Okay. On the YouTube. We are streaming live on YouTube, uh, Periscope, Facebook. If you are watching on YouTube, don't forget to subscribe to this channel. Give this video a thumbs up. We need that like. Jump out of the chat for a second. Smash the like button. We need it for the algorithm. And, uh, you know, because we want to show people that you can actually change lives. Do you feel like real estate is life changing, Angie? Woo. I ain't going to cry. I ain't going to cry. I'm a G. Go let one roll down. <laughs> <laughs> no, uh, I can't. I can't even describe it. There's, there's, man. Okay. Yeah, I can't even describe it. It's beyond life changing. There's, yeah, there's nothing else I can say. I know that's right. Thanks for coming on, and I uh, hope you're out here doing some more bigger, better things. Keep locking up deals. Keep pushing. Keep getting better every day. Um, you know, I'm here to help any way I can. And yeah, I'm going to reach out to somebody I know, too, because I don't know everything. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you for, you know, being one of the people that I could go to when I needed help with stuff. So thank you for all that you do, too. Yeah, because I want to see everybody win. You know, I mean, I can't do it all myself. I know I can't. And mm -hmm. so I know you can't do it all yourself. Why can't people work together? Mm -hmm. but like you said earlier, you got to get people that are trustworthy honorable people that's going to do the right thing, not going to, you know, lie to you, steal your money or do some slick stuff, you know, and yeah. play games, right? Yeah. Well, I ain't got time for that. I ain't, ain't none of us trying to go full St. Louis on nobody. <laughs> <laughs> Wait a minute. Don't tell me you're going to bring out Big Angie on them. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all right, Angie, thanks for coming on. All right. Thanks for having me, Chris. You're the best. Forget the rest. I know that's right. Mm -hmm.
And that's how we do it, family, right here each and every Monday night, 7 o'clock Central Time, 8 o'clock Eastern. Go ahead. Make sure you give this video a thumbs up. Give it a like. Give it a share. That was Miss Angie. Make sure to go follow her on Angie B. Buys Houses on Instagram. Follow her. Give her some love. Tell her, you know, you enjoyed her uh, presence here because everybody needs some encouragement. I need encouragement. You need encouragement. We need encouragement. So hopefully you're all being encouraged by watching, listening, and or watching the replay. Even if you listen on the replay, drop a comment. Let me know you came in. Say I was in the replay. I didn't make it live. I know some people like to come in because I see the algorithm. Like you come in late and all that stuff. But drop a comment. Let us know you came in. We need that as well. So hopefully you all learned something great. Uh, learned that you can do this business. There's no excuses anymore. The technology is here. All we need you to do is take action. Learn it. Take action. You don't have to know everything. I don't know everything. Angie don't know everything. Nobody knows everything. Do the deals. Do what you can do and uh, make it happen. So with all that being said, uh, like I said, if you want to be notified of any upcoming streams, text JV to 636-330-1444. That'll get you that free joint venture agreement so you can work with other wholesaler, real estate agents, other investors as well. And that's also a number you can text me on as well. 636 330-1444. Shoot me a message. If you got a deal you're working on or something like that, hit me up. We always looking to network and make some more deals occur. All right. Uh, let's see. Anything else I need to share with y'all? Nope. I think that's doing it. So let's see here. A couple comments. Fire. That's what I'm talking about. Fire. All right. All right. We see you there. We see you there. No excuses. Take action. That's right, Kip. You got it. Mike buys houses. Thanks for those flames. We appreciate it. Kelly. Oh, uh, yeah. Great case study. So, yep. Go back. Watch the replay if you have to. If you missed the piece, go in and get the details and apply it to your transactions. I want to see you all win and see you all successful. All right. Don't forget to follow me on all social media outlets at Chris Monroe STL. That's Snapchat. That's Twitter. That's Instagram. That's Facebook. That's YouTube. That's hip hop, TikTok. And you don't stop rocking to the bang, bang, biggity bop. All that at Chris Monroe STL. And uh, if you're looking for some real estate contracts, cool gear, or the coaching, check out that wokerealestate.com. One-stop shop. Everything you need is right there to help you out in your real estate endeavors. And if you haven't already, join that free Facebook group, the Woke Real Estate Investing Group, talking about subject two, talking about lease options, talking about seller financing, talking about a lot of real estate and more, the Woke Real Estate Investing Group on Facebook. And like Angie said, check out the Superhumans. They're, they're dope as well. That's my bro, Aaron Bevins Group. Great community there as well. Check them out and uh, hope you all have yourself a great evening. So do what you do, be who you be, and I'll see you before you see me. And we have. And we have. Find more leads than you can even process. That's multiple listing service. 
that's the MLS for you real estate agents, absentee owner information, find the cash buyers and flippers in any market nationwide, pull a pre-foreclosure list, and don't forget, you gotta find those comps, get nationwide access with multiple filters, powered by PropStream at WokeSource.com. Get your seven-day free trial today. WokeSource.com. That's WokeSource.com. Get your free real estate joint venture agreement and get notified of upcoming shows. Text JV to 636-330-1444. Today's broadcast is being brought to you by WokeSkipTracing.com. Look up phone numbers and email addresses with ease, with pricing as low as only 15 cents per match, not per search, per match. If there's no number or email address, you don't pay. Get accurate data in just minutes. WokeSkipTracing.com. That's WokeSkipTracing.com. You may have heard the saying, the fortunes are in the follow-up. Now there's a brand new system that is great to help you code call, text message, Drop voicemails and so much more, all automated. You don't have to remember anything. Just set it and forget it. All you have to do is speak to people. Check it out. WokeReply.com. It's a multi-touch marketing campaign where you can schedule to send text, voicemail, email, and even live calls all on autopilot. Check it out today. WokeReply.com. That's WokeReply.com.